My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. I thank you all for taking the time to tune in and hopefully walk away with information vital to your good health and well-being. It's a process. You know, I, that's the easiest thing way I can say it. You know, I was talking to someone yesterday and she said, you know, I'm just so frustrated with my life. She goes, I just feel terrible. You know, I'm in a lot of pain and I'm going to all these different doctors and, you know, I've got all this frustration going on. And I said, it's a process. And she just stopped what she was saying and, and looked at me kind of sideways, head cocked sideways and said, yeah, I guess it is. It is a process. And I said, you know, as the conversation went on, I said, how long have you felt bad? She said, a long time. And I said, why did it take you so long? She said, you know, I put my faith in the medical establishment, which for the most part really made some dramatic differences. And I said, well, that's great. She said, but there's a lot of things that I've just realized lately that I could be doing. And I think that that's really important. And moving forward, we need to realize that some of the responsibility, a lot of the responsibility falls on our own shoulders. What are the things that we can do? What are the variables that we are in control over? What are the simple things and changes that we can do that will make our life better and healthier? Those are things we talk about here on the show, the Staying Healthy radio show, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning. I like nothing better, and for four decades, I've been making sure that everybody has the availability of information. You know, knowledge and information, what's new, what's up to date, you know, new ways of doing things, new ways of taking things, uh, different delivery systems. Things have changed so dramatically, but, you know, we don't want to throw the past out because some of those basic foundation nutrients today are still extremely important. But there's also a lot of new things that are available, too, so, of course, we want to talk about those. I also bring you some of the best guests in the industry, you know, so we can hear their take. We can take all of their information. I learn something from them all the time. And it, it's always great to be able to have a whole bunch of information at your fingertips, well, so that you can move forward in a healthier way. I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store because the journey continues there. It is the place to go when you're looking for information, education, knowledge, direction, when you're looking for the highest quality products in every single department, when you decide that you really do want to move forward in a healthy way, but you know there's a lot of questions you have and a lot of confusion, Stay Healthy Health Food Store. They're the gem in the desert. They are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They've been doing it for a long time through all the ups and downs, 
all of the craziness in our world that have gone over the last 40 years, you know, can you imagine all the changes that we've gone through and all the mentality changes, you know, and how people look at our health and awareness now completely differently than they did years in the past? Stay healthy is there for all of it. They're a fully packed, full service environment store with this amazing group of people that you get to work with every time. Go in there for a dialogue, go in for a conversation, go in to get your questions answered, and then choose and take all that good information and pick the best products in the industry in every department. They carry the best because they know how we are. If we try something that maybe is not as good as it could be, we may not get results and then we may not use it again. And then we'll go on thinking that everything is bad and rather than just asking enough questions to choose correctly, that's what it's all about. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. They are your one-stop, full-service location for everything, health and nutrition. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. Visit them so you can get more knowledge. Visit them so you can choose great quality products. Visit them for the amazing amount of knowledge that's out there that you can glean from. And then you can take it all home. And then sort it out in your mind and make up your own decisions. But you're making your decision with good information. Don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Print a coupon to use on your next visit at the store. Uh, Enter your email address for future newsletters. Remember, it's all about education. Listen to any of the radio show podcasts that are always on demand on their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. And call them at 877-2494-877-2494. Schedule um, them to get everything ready for you. You know, we're busy today, and, you know, we got a lot to do. As much as we'd love to go in and peruse around the store and do our shopping, some days we can't, but they can get it together so you can swoop in, pick it up, and be on your way. That's all good stuff. And, of course, mail order service is available. Talk to them about what you can do to get your stuff sent to you. So many of you do that, and so many of my out-of-state listeners do that as well. Uh, And it's a great service. You know, they want to make sure you have in your hand what you need to get the job done. Or to continue doing the job and keeping you healthy. Well, today we're going to talk about two different things. We're going to talk about the gut. We're going to talk about probiotics and enzymes. And I just recently, you know, kind of got some questions thrown at me because I I kind of threw some basic information out there on probiotics and enzymes. And you know what I realized? I haven't done a show on, on just probiotics and enzymes in a long time. Obviously, I talk with companies and I talk with their educators and we talk about probiotics and stuff like that. But, you know, I just haven't broke it down in a while. And I think that breaking it down is really, really important. And uh, I think that once we get ourselves going, you know, we're going to have a little bit more information to work with. Probiotics are basically a type of good bacteria found in some foods and supplements. We usually think of, you know, bacteria or something that can cause disease, and we think all bacteria are bad, but probiotics help to keep our guts really, really healthy. Uh, the wonderful thing is we have plenty of good bacteria in our gut, uh, and I think for many people when they start using probiotics, um, we really need to make sure that we've got some extra on hand. Now, Years and years and years and years ago, probiotics, they were called acidophilus back then. The mentality was that you would use them after using a wide-spectrum antibiotic, maybe for a week after having surgery where antibiotics were administered, to reestablish friendly bacteria. 
But I think what we've learned since then is today it is a great thing to be able to use uh, probiotics every single day. And I think that that's really important because I think people are learning that it's very, very important. If you think of probiotics being a live bacteria uh, that lives in your body, um, you will have a better understanding of how they work. They're a combination of live beneficial bacteria and or yeast that are naturally live in your body. Bacteria, you know, like I said, usually gets that negative light and there are really bad bacterias. But probiotics themselves are really part of a big picture, if you will. We call it the microbiome. Think of the microbiome as a very unique community of organisms. Like um, where I'm from in the Midwest, walking out into the forest with all those things, the leaves, the trees, the, the ground, the shrubs, all those things, even the creatures and the insects all working together. Uh, to keep their environment healthy. A community, if you will. So this body community is made up of things called microbes. You have trillions of microbes on and in your body. These microbes are a combination of things like protosia, uh, viruses, fungi, bacteria. Everybody's individual microbiome is unique, kind of like a fingerprint. Even twins have different microbiomes. It's their makeup. For a microbe to be called a probiotic, it must have some several, well, several characteristics. It must be isolated from a human, survive in your intestine after ingestion or being eaten, have a proven benefit, and be safely consumed. Because I think most of us today are taking probiotics. I don't think I'd want to be without them. So, Question, why do beneficial probiotics or microbes live in my body? Well, through the most common place linked to beneficial microbes where they live is in your gut, mostly the large intestine. You have several locations in and on your body that host good microbes. These locations are in contact with the outside world and include your gut, your mouth, for women the vaginal cavity, the urinary tract, the skin, and the lungs. So, we know that they're hanging out there and we know that we use beneficial probiotics. You know, what do they do? I mean, what's the purpose? We know that when you use them after an antibiotic, you are reestablishing friendly bacteria that got lost in the mix. You know, when you use a wide spectrum antibiotic, it kind of kills everything that's in its way. So it takes down the bad guys, which is the whole idea of using an antibiotic. And some of the good guys get caught in the crossfire. So we reestablish them. So think of your probiotics or good bacteria as sources that maintain healthy balance in your body. Think of them keeping your body kind of in neutral, kind of gliding, kind of in that, that word we use a lot when we talk about CBD homeostasis, it's balance. Because when we're sick, bad bacteria enter the body and increase in number very quickly. It knocks your body out of balance. It kind of, let's say you're standing on one foot and you're perfectly balanced. The wind is blowing, no problem. And then you get sick and all these unhealthy bacteria come in. It kind of knocks you off and you're not able to balance. Good bacteria work to fight off the bad bacteria and to restore that standing on one foot balance within the body. Good bacteria keep you healthy by supporting your immune function and controlling a more balanced inflammatory response. They can also help you digest your food. 
uh, keep um, the bad guys from getting out of control and making you sick. Kind of like what we do with inflammation. You know, we, we talk about inflammation in the body being out of control. You know, you get your blood work done and your C-reactive protein is off the chart. Your doctor's like, wow, you have a lot of inflammation going on. And you're like, yeah, I do. But and you don't want to get rid of it. Can't get rid of it. Need it. But we need it managed. That's what taking probiotics does. It manages. You know, it uh, actually creates vitamins in the body, helps support the cells that line our gut um, to make them healthier, break down and absorb medications. When you have a healthy gut, your digestive tract, you know, lines itself with probiotics. Now, that's when you don't have all that crusty garbage waste stuff there. So you do a cleanse, you start eating well, taking fiber, and you clean all that garbage in there. And then, you know, I, I kind of describe probiotics as as um, building condominiums on the wall of your intestine. Rows and rows and rows of condominiums. They build a row, and then behind that, they build another row, and they build another row. And then as things are sacrificed, and as you lose those probiotics, the one behind it slides up. You know, kind of when you think about history and a lot of the wars when they used to just kind of walk to each other with muskets and killing each other and in long lines and the the people in the back would just move up to the next line and fill up the voids when someone was shot. It's the same thing that happens in your intestines. So you don't want to stop, you know, taking them because of the fact that then those rows and rows behind them, you stop making those rows. So you want to make sure that you keep colonizing, if you will. It's a balancing act. And it happens all the time in real time. You know, it happens on its own. But the thing is, the things that we do every single day keep our body from either making enough or having enough on hand, these wonderful probiotics, these wonderful microbes in our body, because we eat garbage. We eat terrible, terrible food. And, you know, we stress out and we drink things that that don't boost and moisturize, but they strip and take away good things from the body. And our digestive systems are faulty and compromised. So our gut health really does suffer. So we need to make sure that we are, you know, looking at them. So there's a ton of kinds of probiotics that are out there. Two specific types of bacteria that are common that you'll hear about today, probably lactobacilli and bifobacterium, also uh, saccharomyces, uh, bolardi, we hear about that as well. Why would I personally want to take probiotics? You know, the reason that I take it is it's great for pre, uh, being when you're traveling because it perfect, protects you and keeps your immune system strong. It's also good when you're eating foods that may not be foods that you're used to and you have things like constipation or diarrhea. It's very effective for that. If you have an inflammatory bowel disease, it's effective. If you're prone to yeast infections, urinary tract infections, uh, very effective. Believe it or not, it's great for the skin. Uh, it's also good for gum disease. If you have gum disease, you can open up a capsule of probiotic a little liquid and swoosh it and gargle it around your mouth for a couple minutes and then swallow it. So good for the gums. You can increase the amount of good microbes in your body through things like foods and drinks and supplements. There are fermented drinks like kombucha or kefir that introduce extra probiotics in your diet. Of course, you can also do it with supplements with no problem. Stay Healthy carries a ton of great quality probiotics. Uh, yogurt, 
Now, we're talking plain yogurt without all of the added crunchies and sweeties and all the things they add to it. But using plain yogurt, uh, even pickles, uh, kimchi, um, how about uh, miso soup? These are all forms of uh, what I would you know, put into the fermented food category. We just don't have a lot of them in this country. But other parts of the world, they do. I mean, I know people that live in parts of the world where they eat kimchi, which is fermented cabbage, every single day. And I know people that live in Asia and parts of Japan where they drink miso soup two, three times a day. Uh, keep in mind things like sourdough bread, buttermilk, cottage cheese, tempeh. These are all things that kind of fall under that probiotic-rich food category. Um, fermented sauerkraut in any form. doesn't have to be kimchi. Um, when is the best time to take your probiotics? It doesn't matter. Um, I work with a lot of people that have a lot of gut problems, and they'll admit that they have treated their gut with complete disrespect. They haven't taken the time to take care of their gut. They haven't taken the time to eat foods that are really, really good for them. They haven't taken good amounts of food that, you know, make a good, healthy difference. They just haven't taken care of it. They'll tell you, I've been the worst. I have totally disrespected my digestive system. I get it. So that's what we're talking about today, how to bring more respect back to our gut. You know, see, a lot of us have a tendency, and let's say... You know, you have a thousand people and these thousand people all have gut problems and some of the reflective gut problems uh, go all the way down through the through the urinary tract cycle. Maybe they've got constipation, maybe they've got diarrhea, urinary tract problems, bladder and kidney problems. They've got gas and bloating and heartburn and indigestion. Now, the average person at that point when they're suffering with these all the time and every time they eat, they've got an issue. Let's face it, we don't think at that point in time, what can I do to make my body better so that eventually these things don't happen? That's not how we think. We think, what can I get today that will make me feel better today? And that's what we do. You know, so we, we try to talk about these things all the time, but we have to remember that, you know, we have to take better care of ourselves. It's not about the sprint. It's about the marathon. You know, if you are looking at something that will make you feel better, if you are looking at something that will make you feel healthier, um, if you are looking at something that will um, make you uh, more ready to be able to handle the things in your regular everyday life, um, you have to take a look at the big picture. And I think what I have learned most about probiotics is I want to work preventively. I want those friendly, wonderful bacteria in my system every day. So no matter where I am, where I'm going, where I'm traveling, what I'm eating, what I'm trying to digest, what I'm trying to eliminate, and what I'm trying to sustain as a balance in my body, I mean, I am going to make sure that I have the availability of being able to get the benefit. And I want to make sure that I'm feeling better. Uh, now, I've tried a lot of probiotics over the years. I have some that I really, really, really enjoy, and I have some that I found to be a little on the weaker side, but that doesn't mean they're bad. It may mean that we may need to try a couple different ones to find the benefit of, of what we're doing and how we're doing and how we're feeling and all that good stuff, listening to our body. Now, i got to tell you, one of the wonderful things about probiotics that has happened over the last, let's say, decade and a half 
is the the miracle of having probiotics that are still sh- uh, well shelf stable, but also stable on a shelf, which means that they don't all have to be refrigerated like they were before. I mean, there was a time when everything had to be refrigerated as far as your probiotics because that's what we knew. And when you took them, you had to keep them in the refrigerator. Uh, traveling was kind of crazy. It was always the last thing I packed and the first thing I unpacked. Uh, and I get to a hotel or wherever I was and I would get an ice bucket and put them in an ice bucket and change the ice the whole time I was there or lucky enough to get one with a refrigerator and I keep it in there. Um, but to me, it was really important to keep them refrigerated. I want the viability of those products to be able to be, you know, incredible. Do I use refrigerated probiotics today? I do when I'm home. I keep them in the refrigerator. I also have a bottle of shelf stable that I keep in my bathroom on my, with my morning supplements upstairs. Uh, and when I travel, I carry the shelf stable because it's one less thing to worry about and they're stable. Now, if I travel to a place that's really, really warm, chances are when I get in my hotel room, I may still throw them in the refrigerator because you can refrigerate a shelf-stable probiotic. You just don't have to. But if you're in an area where you have a lot of heat and, you know, if I'm traveling to Arizona and I'm even if I'm around outside traveling within Nevada, Utah, I'll probably throw my probiotics in the refrigerator. Do I need to? No. You know, if I have an upcoming trip and I'm going to be going someplace where it's much cooler, no, no reason. But isn't it nice that we now have that availability? We never, I mean, if you would have asked me 20 years ago, um, do you think they'll ever come out with a probiotic that you could just keep on the shelf like vitamins? I would have laughed. I would have said, no, those are cultures. They need to be refrigerated. Well, live and learn. And I'm happily say I was wrong because now I can say that it's available and I love it. So you... We have a lot more variety today that's really important. I think when you look at studies of probiotics, they haven't really done a lot of research studies that say on how the probiotics really, really work in the system. I think the best way of learning the effectiveness of a probiotic is to use it, you know, and see what changes. I have people that will tell me I started using probiotics and my gut settled down. I felt so much better. My skin got clear. My bowels were better. My urine didn't have an odor anymore. You know, I I just felt better in my stomach. There were foods that I could never eat before, even though they were good foods, but now I can eat them. Um, I noticed that my breath when I was speaking is much fresher and cleaner. You know, probiotics are amazing. Do I think we should take more of them after coming off an antibiotic? Yes. Now, there was an old mentality at one time, and some people still fall into this mentality, but it's not right um, because we've had to make adjustments. We've learned. Um, But even if you do, you're still going to be fine. The mentality was that you didn't want to take your probiotics, you know, while you were on an antibiotic. And maybe back then it was because they didn't have the stability. They were weaker. There weren't as many live cultures and capsules back then. You know, today we have tons and tons of bacteria in these capsules. I mean, we've gone from, I I remember the first time I saw my first acidophilus and it said 50 million biological bacteria per capsule. I mean, I'd never seen the word million on a product before. I couldn't believe it. And it wasn't maybe seven or eight years later, they came out with a super form that was 3.5 billion. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this is 70 to one. 70 of these equal one of these. And I'm thinking, boy, this industry is booming And it just made me love it even more. Today, we've got much higher, you know, potencies that are available. You know, 50 billion, 100 billion, 200 billion. Oh, my goodness. 
you know, 700, 7,000, 70,000 um, capsules to one. I mean, my goodness, have we changed? And you know what? I love that. I love it because I love the way the industry is moving forward. But then again, you know, if we weren't messing things up so much and we weren't creating such unhealthy environments within our body, on our body and in our communities, because we don't take care of ourselves and our needs have advanced to such a high level. And we've gotten to the point where our bodies just, you know, are not as successful at um, doing the things they could be doing because our bad habits are taking over. Maybe we wouldn't need to, or the formulators wouldn't need to have to con continually make things better, stronger, more effective, more absorbable, more digestible because we're creating such a mess. I mean, we have to point the finger at ourselves. We've, we're the ones that created this unhealthy society that we live in. We're the ones that have become, you know, hooked on uh, eating unhealthy, good tasting food. We're the ones that don't chew our food. We're the ones that don't digest well. We're also the ones that don't eat fiber. We don't do things to regulate our inflammation. We don't boost our immune system. We don't hydrate. We don't rest and sleep and manage our stress. We don't do a lot of things. And all the things that we're not doing are the things we could be doing because they are controllable variables. So when it comes to probiotics, do I think there's anybody that shouldn't take them? No. I mean, there are some people that are sensitive to dairy products, but even many people I know that take dairy still take probiotics. You know, so I, I have rarely seen anyone that didn't do well with them. I mean, I get a good amount of them in. I try to take it morning and evening. I have a lot of people with gut issues that I tell them to take it every meal. And you know what? They feel better, so why not? You're not going to overbacteria yourself with the good stuff. You know, and things get lost in stomach acid. Things are so busy. Things get sacrificed in the body to create better, you know, uh, environments. So, you know, having these and bringing them in and colonizing and putting a backup and back of the backup and back of the backup, you know, you're going to be better for it. You know, a lot of people when they're dealing with gut issues, you know, I spoke about um, using... Uh, collagen the other day for helping with leaky gut and things like that it really makes a difference does collagen and, and uh, probiotics work well together oh my goodness they do and you bring in some greens on top of that and then you're freshening and deodorizing and healing and repairing and reestablishing and um, putting a good balance in there these are things that we could do every day you know i have a friend and, and she starts every day with um this little drink that she does and she does and she puts it in a shaker cup she puts about four ounces of apple juice then she uses like three ounces of water and then an ounce of aloe vera juice she throws in her greens her collagen she opens up two probiotic capsules she throws a little collagen in there and you know then she shakes it up and drinks it every single morning and last time i talked to her she was drinking it at night she came from the worst gut digestive system that you've ever seen they had her on anti-inflammatories and antibiotics all the time. Her gastroenterologist just didn't know what to do. She would double over in discomfort. She never felt good. She would go days without eating because everything hurt. So finally, she just took control. I mean, she eats things like fish and chicken, all boiled, broiled, or poached, or grilled, or baked, nothing deep fried. She steams her vegetables and eats a lot of them. She eats oatmeal, hard-boiled eggs. Uh, good quality some cheese and then she does this drink a couple times a day she's amazing i can't believe the difference you know she goes in once a year to get her test done at her gastroenterologist and he just is unbelievably amazed she had her last colonoscopy and an endoscopy and he went down and he goes 
I don't know what you're doing, but nothing is red, nothing is irritated, nothing is inflamed. Your colonoscopy is great. She's having two, three bowel movements a day because of all the vegetables and the fiber. He says, I, I just don't know what to do. He goes, you were so incredibly unhealthy. I didn't know what to do. So she shared with him what she's done. And, you know, he understands more. He sends more patients into Marge for things like, you know, aloe vera and probiotics and collagen and greens and digestive enzymes and all these things. So, you know, it opened up his eyes because he saw something that was so tragically imbalanced come back from it, if you will. Does everybody come back that well? I'm not sure. But do everybody get really good uh, balancing uh, and changes in their body. Yeah, everybody gets changed. You're not going to not get changed. You're going to do and make and create a difference in your body. And I think that that's really, really important. So when it comes to probiotics and using probiotics, remember, probiotics are live microorganisms that could be consumed through fermented foods and supplements. More and more studies are showing uh, that a balance of good bacteria in your digestive system is healthy and an imbalance is linked to overall bad health and disease. Probiotics balance the friendly bacteria in your gut. Um, they uh, prevent and treat things like diarrhea and constipation problems, make your colon healthier. Um, they put your body more in balance. Uh, they keep your, your heart healthy, believe it or not. Your brain healthy. Probiotics have function on the brain. I mean, there's so many things. And, you know, we have this gut brain in our stomach. So when you use probiotics and you use things like collagen and your gut health gets healthy, you know, other parts of the body just radiate and get better as well. So probiotics, extremely, extremely important. So let's kind of segue right now to digestion. Although probiotics are definitely a part of your digestive system. You know, today what ends up happening is the average person having digestive issues, you know, sees commercials on TV uh, for things that help to make your gut better. A lot of these are proton pump inhibitors. They kind of shut the acid down. I will never forget, I think it was one of the very first pharmaceutical drug at that time, because uh, it was prescription, commercials on TV. I literally sat there in awe going, oh my goodness, they're advertising drugs. And it was one of those things where it hit a lot of people because it talked about something that a lot of people have, which is bloating, gas, and heartburn and indigestion. So it, it was basically kind of loosely based on this woman running through this field of flowers, picking flowers. And, and what thing is, you know, when you're watching these commercials, you're watching the you're watching the, uh, the the visual part, but you're not really listening as much to the audio. And the audio is where all the side effects are listed, but most people don't listen because they're too busy wanting to run through a field of flowers. And the woman's saying, oh, my digestion's better. I don't have gas and bloating and heartburn and all these things are gone. Um, and I, I just couldn't believe it. And, you know, and I talked to my doctor friends and they were getting calls, phone ringing off the hook the next day for this drug. And the drug was Prilosec. Now it's over the counter. They lost their patent. So everybody is now self-medicating. What do you do when you use an acid suppressive medication? You turn off the acid. So what ends up happening is, in a very short period of time, things like bloating and gas and heartburn and indigestion, a lot of those symptoms, which is our driving force today that makes us want to change, annoying symptoms, they go away. So what ends up happening is you think to yourself, oh my goodness, I have healed my problem, I'm fixed. Now they don't read the side label of many of those proton pump inhibitor packages that says use for two weeks. Now, 
things like Prilosec and Nexium and some of those those proton pump inhibitors, they are very, very effective at helping with ulcers. And I know a lot of gastroenterologists that recommend them. Uh, many, many, many years ago, I went on one for two weeks because I had a bleeding ulcer and it actually took care of it. And then I continued with aloe vera juice and eating cabbage and things like that. And I got rid of it. But the initial two weeks of using it, it did make a difference, but I didn't stay on it. The other people are staying on it because they don't want the daily, hourly, and every meal annoyance of having gas, bloating, heartburn, and indigestion. So it really kind of keeps that at bay. But what's really going on? Are we digesting any better? No. Are we getting the most out of our food and our supplements? Again, no. And are we maybe even keeping us from getting the benefit of some of the things that we are consuming? Yes. You know, there are people that have been on on those acid proton pump inhibitors for a long time, and then they get off of them because the doctor says, well, your liver enzymes are up. You know, you've been on these a long time. Let's go off of them. This is a terrible time for people that have been on these for a long time because, you know, they've been delusioned or under the idea that they fixed the problem. And all of a sudden you take away the drug and everything just blares its ugly head. I mean, I get calls from people all the time saying, Jeff, I don't know what to do. My doctor took me off my, my Prilosec. I've been on it for years. Once again, read the label. And, you know, and now I'm, I'm a mess. You know, everything upsets my stomach. And I said, well, what we need to do now is we need to correct the problem and stop covering it up because that's all you've been doing is making the bed and neatly tucking in the sheets when the problem was still there under the sheet. So that's when I recommend uh, digestive enzymes. That's when I recommend probiotics. That's when I recommend fermented foods. That's when I take away all the processed food, the junk food, the fast food, the microwavable food, the caffeine, the coffee, everything that's causing you know the situation. We get off the sugar and we eat more of a Mediterranean diet and people are willing to make the sacrifice because they're absolutely miserable. And, you know, a week, two weeks down the road, they notice that they're feeling really good. They've got more energy. They've dropped some weight. Their gut issues are really getting under control. And they're thinking, well, why didn't I do this before? And I just shake my head and I'm just like, "Uh, I don't know. Why did you? Why did you go down that quick fix road? You know, I tell people today, when you see a pharmaceutical drug commercial, don't watch it. Close your eyes and listen. Because everything that you really need to hear becomes clear when you're not focusing on the pretty pictures they're giving you to look at. I mean, when they're trying to recommend a prescription drug, and don't get me wrong, drugs have their place. They save lives and they keep people healthy, and I am totally not against drugs. I'm just against people using them when they don't need them or trying to fit everybody into the same box and going to a doctor and having putting every single person on an acid-suppressive medication and not discussing dietary changes and supplements that are available. I don't like that kind. A pharmaceutical use but do they have their place yes but i digress you know think about those commercials when you're watching one the next time and there's plenty of them on there close your eyes and listen because let's say you watched it one time with the audio and you're like wow that looks like it could be a pretty good addition the next time just listen and you will hear sentence after sentence of side effect upset stomach bleeding of the gut uh, festering sores leakiness in the colon anal fissures, skin, uh, I mean, they just go on and on and on, but you don't hear those when you're watching it. So it's really good to find out what you're talking about. So when someone comes to me and they said, how do I know if I need a digestive enzyme? Well, think about the the old um, adage, you know, I've had one of my teachers in college used to say, you are what you eat is important. And back then we used to think that that was kind of the end all. It's not. Today, 
It's more of you are what you eat, but really what makes you what you are is what you digest, what you assimilate, what you break down, what you absorb. Because just going through the motions doesn't mean you're getting the benefit. If you have a terrible digestive system and you're eating and you start eating good food and taking supplements, if you're not able to break it down, you're not going to feel any different. This happens every year. After the first of the year, people are like, hey, Jeff, I'm eating a Mediterranean diet, taking my supplements, going to the gym a month later. Hey, Jeff, why don't I feel any different? Well, did you address your gut? What do you mean? I said, you still have gas, bloating, heartburn, indigestion, those things we've been talking about forever. Yeah, but I thought that the diet, uh, the diet, I, I said, your body can't break down that good diet. Pick up some digestive enzymes, pick up some probiotics, chew your food a little better, take them with every meal and see what happens. Two weeks later, I get an email, a text. Oh, my goodness, what a difference. I said, well, now you're able to absorb it. Now you're able to digest it. Now you're able to actually break it down. Enzymes are so incredible. What they do, basically, is they do what we used to do when we were able to do it, which is break down things into easily absorb, you know, tiny particulates so that we can absorb them and get the benefit from them. That's what enzymes are for. The problem is, you know, you know, what's really happening? Can I take my enzymes once a day for the whole day? No. Enzymes are best taken at the meal that you would like them to work. Now, there's two different ways of taking your enzymes. You can take it before your meal to create a better overall digestive environment. You can use them during the meal, actually three ways, or you can take them after. I think what happens is when people get really sensitive at the very beginning of their meal, they should be taking them before because they probably need them you know, working in their system before the food hits the stomach. If you're somebody that eats and, you know, right directly, maybe after the meal or soon to the end of the meal, you just start feeling a little uncomfortable, take yours in the middle. And if you're someone that does really fine with your meal and you eat and everything's good, but about an hour or so later, you start to feel it, take yours after. We make in our body specific enzymes to help with different kinds of foods we eat. Um, we make, um, enzymes for carbohydrates, for proteins, for oils, for fats. Uh, we have specific enzymes. So when you start taking an enzyme, you want to take a multicultural, if you will, enzyme. You know, we talk about CBD. We talked about taking a full spectrum CBD to get all the benefits from the plant. And if you use an isolate, you're only getting CBD, but you're leaving all the other good things that could be beneficial at home. Using a full service digestive enzyme will give you the best. Because we need to take these complex, really heavy-duty foods and break them down into things like fatty acids, simple sugars, nucleatic acids, amino acids, cholesterol, all that good stuff. We have to be able to break them down. If we can't break it down, we're not going to get the benefit. I found this the other day, and I think it's really, really good. And um, I get it from Dr. Axe. I love using some of his stuff because he has a great way of explaining things. And I couldn't find anybody that explained it as well. This is an overview of the six-step process starting with chewing that triggers digestive enzyme secretion in your gut. Number one, salivary amylase is released in the mouth and it's the first digestive enzyme to assist in the breaking down of food into smaller molecules. And that process continues after food enters the stomach. Now what makes this work is chewing your food. If you're a woofer, you're going to miss the first sign of digestion, the first step. Chew your food like we were taught when we were kids. And don't overdrink your liquids at your meal. Number two, 
uh, the parietal cells of the stomach are then triggered into releasing acids like pepsin and other enzymes, including gastric amylase and the process of degrading the partially digested food into something they call chyme. Now, chyme is a semi-fluid mass of partially digested food. Number three, stomach acid also has the effect of neutralizing the salivary amylase, allowing gastric amylase to take over. After an hour or so, the chyme is propelled in the duodenum, which is the upper small intestine, where the acidity acquired in the stomach triggered the release of the hormone secretion. That, in turn, notifies the pancreas to release hormones. Uh, things like bicarbonate, bile, and numerous pancreatic enzymes, of which the most relevant are lipase, trypsin, amylase, and nuclease. The bicarbonate changes the acidity of the chyme form acid, from acid to alkaline, which has the effect of not only allowing the enzymes to degrade the food, but also killing bacteria that are not capable of surviving in the acid environment of the stomach. At this point, for people without digestive enzyme insufficiency or lack of digestive enzymes, most of the work is done. For others, supplementation is needed and helps this process along. So it is really important to make sure that we've got enzymes in there. What are the benefits of digestive enzymes? The answer is simple. Without them, we couldn't process food. We need to treat things like leaky gut and other conditions like celiac disease by taking stress off the gut. We need to assist the body in breaking down difficult to digest proteins and sugars like gluten and casein and lactose. Greatly improve symptoms of acid reflux and irritable bowel disease, enhance nutrition absorption and prevent nutritional deficiency. These are the reasons we need to take enzymes. Now, people say all the time, you know, am I going to notice something? Yeah, you're going to notice that things that you were taking for a specific reason may start to work because now they're being digested. You may notice that you have more energy, and that means that your food, your good, healthy diet you're now eating is finally working. You know, what's really interesting is imagine yourself being really deficient in enzymes. And let's just for example sake say that you have six enzymes left and they're sitting in your stomach and they're laying on these lounge chairs like they're laying at a pool and in front of them is this really thick piece of glass on the other side it's the middle of january they're sitting there watching all of these fruits and vegetables and healthy proteins and carbs all these beautiful supplements coming in and they're used to the old juice sodas and ding-dongs and ho-hos and french fries and greasy food and fast food and microwave. That's what they're used to kind of working in, doing their sifting routines, trying to find nutrients or available benefit out of that garbagey food you've been eating. But they're sitting behind the wall now and they're thinking, oh my goodness, what I love to dive in and start breaking that stuff down. But there's only six of them. They need some help. They bang and bang and bang on that glass wall, but they're not getting through because they're pretty run down and pretty tired and pretty weak because they've been doing, you know, double shifts every day trying to get things going because there's no reserves. There's no backup employees. But let's say you start taking enzymes at every meal. All of a sudden that glass wall comes down and they get up off their chase lounge chairs and they go over and they start doing their job and they got all these new employees down there, all these new people. And they're all like, hey, we're here to help. 
and they start doing amazing. They start breaking down the fruits and vegetables and protein and they start really digesting and they're getting stronger because they're working again and they're getting energetic and the body's getting healthier because they're able to do the job now. And those supplements that they've been kind of just looking at going, boy, I sure wish I had the strength to break those down to make them feel what they're trying to get out of these supplements. But hey, you know what? I can only do so many things before I need a nap. Now they can do it. They've got reserves. They've got second crews. They've got all the shifts covered. And then right as things are, I guess, settling down, they get another digestive enzyme at the next meal. Whoa, another whole group of people coming in on the bus. This is how all of a sudden the body gets really, really healthy. why everything starts to work because they're now able to digest their food. They're now able to get the benefits. And all of a sudden they see that you're taking probiotics and they're like, oh, probiotics, welcome back. And they're like, hey, we're here to help out, establish some good bacteria. We want to colonize in here. And from what I hear, we're going to start getting these a couple times a day so we can really start building up a support system. So they're all having this conversation while they're breaking everything down. And then the person is like, whew, I feel really good today. I've got all this energy and... You know, that thing I was taking for my joints for a couple of months and not noticing anything, it seems to be working now. Well, it's working now because it's getting digested. So these are all great things. These are all wonderful, wonderful things that you can do that will make a dramatic difference in your overall health and well-being. But out of all the shows that I do and of all the amazing supplements and categories that I get to talk to, my most favorite category is t talking about cleansing, where we do a cleanse and we get all the garbage and stuff out of our system. But right there by its side is the use of enzymes and probiotics, because without them, we don't have quality life. Without them, we're not able to break things down to get the benefit out of all the things that we're doing. We kind of go through the motions. And going through the motions is, is something that we all experience. Have you ever gone to bed and you're in bed for nine or 10 hours and you got up and you were more tired than when you went to sleep because you never really got into a deep restorative sleep? You just kind of tossed and turned and went through the motions. That's what our guts do when they're going through the motions. They just kind of stand there and say, oh, that looks really good. Wish I could break it down. I need some help. And they're triggering all the symptoms at you. They bloat, they get gassy, they get heartburn, indigestion, you're burping. They're talking to you. They're saying, look, give me some help here. But most of us just throw something down to put a blanket over it to shut everybody up. That's not the way to work it. You're going to need your digestive enzymes and your healthy bacteria to the day you die. So why would you want to keep covering up something? If you're in your 30s taking an acid suppressive medication and not using a digestive and a probiotic, do you think you can sustain, you know, sustain this, this cover-up for the next 30, 40, 50, 60 years? I don't think so. Because you're going to get to a point when you're not going to be able to break down anything or get the nutritional balance of anything. Without good digestive enzymes, you're not going to break down that calcium to make your bones strong. You're not going to break down all the greens and the fruits and the vegetables to be able to have your immune system and those antioxidants that you need. You're not going to be able to break things down to a point when your digestive gut system is able to do its job. You're just going to be going through the motions. I don't think that's really what we want. I don't think we really want to just go through the motions. I think we just want to feel better. But we're annoyed. And we're frustrated and we're irritated and we're in discomfort situations. So we do reach out for the thing that gives us instantaneous satisfaction. I understand. 
But even if you jump on, let's say, an acid suppressive medication, you have to remind yourself and remind yourself daily, I'm using this to cover up the symptoms because I'm so annoyed I can't handle it. But I'm also building a healthier gut by eating a really good quality Mediterranean-ish diet. I'm taking enzymes and probiotics with every meal. I'm eating more fiber. I'm chewing my food. I'm drinking plenty of fresh, clean water in between meals. So in about a month, I'm going to take myself off the other one and see if I even need it anymore because I'm creating a better environment of a body that's doing its job. You may find that you don't need it. And wouldn't that be a wonderful thing? But don't just pop the proton pump acid inhibitor and just not do anything and just climb under the blanket of cover-up when you can actually do things that make a dramatic difference. I personally would rather have a gut that's working with healthy enzymes and probiotics and a healthy microbiome and great microbes in my system than throw a pill down there that covers up the problem. But underneath it, everything is still wrong and festering and not working properly. And I think you want that. I think you really do. I think we all do. I think that a lot of us just don't know how to go about it. And I think sometimes under signs of frustration, we reach out, grab something, and don't ask any questions. That's once again, you know, human nature. But you don't have to do that. When you go to Stay Healthy and you're talking with them about your gut issues... I mean, don't be surprised if you go in to stay healthy and you're talking about this and that and this and that. You tried this and you tried that. And all of a sudden they throw you this question like, how's your gut? I do it all the time. I'm on the road. I'm doing all this. I'm at a lecture and I got a thousand people in the lecture, 500, 100, whatever. And someone throws at this and says, well, I've tried this and I've tried that. And that didn't work for me. And I throw them totally off balance. I'll say, so how's your gut? And they're like, what? I said, how's your gut? And they're like, what do you mean? I said, do you have any bad digestion? And they're like, oh, my digestion's terrible. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And I said, what are the symptoms? Oh, I've got gas and bloating and heartburn and indigestion. And I said, okay. I said, so you're throwing things into your digestive system, expecting them to work and be effective when you can't break down your own food and the stuff that you're consuming and your digestive system is in peril. So where's the problem? Is the problem with the products you're using or is the problem with your gut not being able to do its job? That's pretty eye-awakening. But that's okay. That's the whole idea, is to wake someone up and give them a little shake and say, look, you got to address your gut. It is so important. If you can't digest your food, you can't digest your supplements, who says you can get the benefit out of your medication? Huh? Something to think about. Go to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Talk with them. Let them know you got some gut issues. They've got great enzymes. They've got awesome probiotics. They've got the best enzymes and the best probiotics made because they only carry the best of the best. They'll give you some suggestions. If you need some diet suggestions, Google Mediterranean diet. Easy way to work that diet. If it's on the list, eat it. If it's not, don't. And the other thing is drink water. Lots and lots and lots of it. If your gut is an issue, don't overdrink while you're eating because you'll dilute your acids, but drink tons and tons and tons in between meals. It's really that easy. It doesn't have to be difficult. The idea of addressing your gut means you're giving your body enzymes to help them do their job, to do the job that they used to do when they were still able to do the job. The probiotics are for establishing cultures you need today, but also colonizing so you always have friendly culture. They work well together. You can take them once a day, twice a day, once at every meal. If you're coming from a really bad gut situation, take them every meal. You can even take them again at bedtime to make sure you're really finishing strong. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. 
you know, make them your one-stop full-service location. They're Las Vegas' oldest independent health food store. They are in their fourth decade. They have the knowledge, the whereabouts, the know-how, the most knowledgeable staff, the best customer service. It's an education, information. Well, it's an information education store. I mean, that's what it is. It's an environment where you get to learn. And because you're always shopping and picking from the best of the best, you're not going to make a mistake. And when you add in dialogue and conversations and question answering, you're that much more effective. And when you add in passion and friendly, caring people to the mix, they're going to become the place you go. People that go there have been going there forever. People bring their friends, their coworkers, their family. They drag people they barely know in there because they know that and they want them to get the same response and the same success and have the best experience and choose from the best products because that is what Stay Healthy is all about. 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. Open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 702-877-2494-877-2494. If you're having a rough day, you got a busy week, you're on the go, you just have so much to do, call them. Tell them what you need. They'll get your order together, and you could just run in, zoom in, and pick it up. You can also do mail order services. So a lot of people shut in. So a lot of people out of state listening, maybe they don't have the availability of these, all of these awesome products, and they love working with the folks that stay healthy. Mail order services are available. Talk with them. They'll tell you what's available. It's all good stuff. And don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Enter your email address. Become part of the Stay Healthy family. Start getting those educational, informative newsletters every month. And then... Enter your email address for other good things, you know, just to stay connected. It's good stuff. You want to be part of this. You want to learn. You want to be educated. That's a great way to stay connected to the store. Also like them on Facebook as well. And while you're at the webpage, print coupons. You can use them in the store and you can listen to any of the radio shows that are available out there. So all good stuff. Probiotics, digestive enzymes, put them on your list. These will make everything else you do work better. And they will do the things that you used to be able to do when you bent. You used to be able to do it. So awesomeness there in front of you. Probiotics, digestive enzymes, ask them questions. They'll help you pick the best one. Have a great day, everyone. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.